Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Sports Shack. I hope you are well and have had a great sporting week. This episode is carrying on from the previous episode where I discussed some well-known sports people from today and over the past 50 years who have excelled under pressure when performing on the sporting arena. Now I'm going to talk in depth mainly today about a former professional baseball player who was a master in performing under pressure on the field and is an inspiration, not just for his great achievements in baseball, but for his outstanding work helping the disadvantaged and serving the community. A wonderful role model this man is. And But before I move on to that, I'll, I just want to ask you a question, a question for you to think about. What footballers come to mind when you think of players who thrived under pressure? So I'm talking about the world game this time. Some of the great football players, you know, from the World Cups, the EPLs, the La Ligas, the Serie A's. So with myself, what the great what great players come to mind for myself are firstly Cristiano Ronaldo. And it just seemed to the more pressure he's been he was put under on the field, the better he performed and he excelled in pressure situations, especially in the La Liga in the, uh, the Spanish league you know, that's widely considered the the strongest football league in the world up you know sometimes many many experts rate it you know just slightly ahead of the EPL and you know and his Champions League trophies as well he's won 32 trophies with teams during his career seven league titles and holds the record for the most appearances in the Champions League 183 appearances and he scored the record for the most goals, 140. The most assists in Champions League goals. The most goals, 14 in, in European Championships. And 122 international goals for Portugal. And 198 appearances for his country. One of the greatest players of all time. And he's the only player to score goals in five different World Cups. I'll move on to the Argentinian great now, Lionel Messi. And we saw how well he thrived under pressure in the recent World Cup, especially in that tense final against France, leading his country the World Cup triumph. And you have to remember, you know, Argentina were under a lot of pressure. They'd lost their first game and they came back to win the tournament. But just one of the greatest players in the history of the sport. And he's won a record seven Ballon d'Or awards. So that's awarded to the player, International Player of the Year. A record six European Golden Shoes. He's won 34 trophies, 10 La Liga titles, and four UEFA Champions League titles. And just a prolific goal scorer and tremendous playmaker. And he holds the record for the most goals in La Liga, 474. And the most assists in goals in La Liga and UEFA Champions League. And he just holds records galore. He scored over 800 goals for club and country. And David Beckham, the English great, was well known for his sensational bending free kicks, pounding the ball into the back of the net, especially in pressure situations like that World Cup qualifier against Greece right on full time when he banged the ball in from a long way out and even made a movie about his great kicks Bend it like Beckham. 
Also well known for his all-round ability on the field with his passing, crosses, just a tremendous midfielder. Tremendous set-piece specialist. Excelled especially for Manchester United, especially in 1999 when they claimed the Triple Crown. And he came from nowhere in the Champions you know, when Manchester United, they came from nowhere in the Champions League final to snatch victory in the final minutes, being a goal down. And Beckham won league titles in four countries. And I'll move on to a great player, probably widely regarded as the best player in the world today. Uh, Kylian Mappe, the French superstar, has sensational dribbling ability, speed and finishing off goals. And he's still only 23 years of age. And he's won five League One titles already for Paris Saint-Germain. And also has been part of the, French, the France World Cup team that won the World Cup in, in Russia in 2018. And he scored a goal in the final, still a teenager. And he made his debut for France, aged only 18. Now, remarkably, he is already Paris Saint-Germain's all-time top goal scorer and third in all-time assists. At the recent World Cup, he won the Golden Boot Award, which was awarded to the best player, and he has set records for the most goals scored in World Cup finals. Now, Harry Kane, the great English footballer who's uh, currently playing today, and Ange Postacoglu, the Aussie coach, he's, he was recently, this earlier this week, appointed the uh, new coach for Tottenham Hotspur. The first time an, an Aussie coach has coached an EPL team. And geez, I'll, it'll just be a joy for him. Carry Kane will be a joy to coach. And the Tottenham Hotspur and England captain is a prolific goal scorer, an organiser on the field, and he inspired his nation at the 2018 World Cup when they reached the semi-final. And he's one of the best strikers in the world today. And already at just 29 years of age, he is Spurs and England's greatest goal scorer and the second highest goal scorer in the history of the Premier League. Remarkable. And that moves me on to the Egyptian superstar, Mohamed Salah. He's had a huge impact, especially when returning to Liverpool in 2017, transforming their attack and always delivering in the big games, such as the 2018-19 Champions League final. And he delivered for his country in a World Cup qualifier against Congo. Now, the game was in stoppage time. Egypt had never made the, the World Cup never qualified for the World Cup finals before and he stepped up to when Egypt was awarded a penalty penalty the stakes were really high and Salah stepped up took the penalty and fired it into the net and Egypt rejoiced now Diego Maradona now sadly he's no longer with us but the great Argentine player best player in the world in the 80s without a doubt was phenomenal at the 1986 World Cup in Mexico when he led Argentina to World Cup triumph and he scored one of the most exhilarating individual goals of all time in that quarter-final against England. And if I think of some great Aussie football players over the years, there's three that really come to mind. Firstly, my favourite player of all time, Tim Cale. Without a doubt, the best player Australia has ever produced. An absolute legend. And he came on late in that World Cup game against Japan in 2006 and scored those two sensational individual goals for Australia. And they were a goal down with about 10 minutes to go. 
and he scored the first goal for Australia in World Cup history. And in the 2014 World Cup, when he scored those sensational individual goals and played a key role in Australia winning the 2015 Asian Cup in Australia, especially with those tremendous headers. And, you know, he's not a tall tall man, but, yeah, he scored some great goals from, from crosses and heading the ball in and excel for Everton in the Premier League as well. And Harry Kuehl, often called Harry Cool, because he appeared so cool, calm and collected on the field, especially when scoring that goal against Croatia in the 2006 World Cup, which took Australia through to the knockout stages. I first remember him in that World Cup qualifier against Iran in League One in 1997, when as a 19-year-old he scored a goal for Australia in front of a intimidating all-male 120,000 spectators in Tehran. Just a fine football export who excelled not only for his country, but for Leeds United and Galatasaray and Liverpool. And Mark Schwarzer, who excelled as a goalkeeper for Australia for, for around 20 years. And he's fondly remembered for those crucial saves in that tense World Cup qualifier in 2005 in Sydney against Uruguay that helped put Australia through to their first World Cup finals in 32 years. Just tremendous under pressure. And in his international debut against Canada in 1993, he pulled off some tremendous saves in another penalty shootout in a World Cup qualifier. And Schwarzer went on to play a record 109 caps for Australia. And he excelled in the penalty shootouts and became the first and only non-Britain player to have made over 500 Premier League appearances, playing for Middlesbrough, Fulham and Chelsea. So I'll move on to our where are they now for this for, for today. And we're going to talk about a man called Mariano Rivera. Now, this man is an absolute baseballing legend, and I'd never really heard of him before because I'm not too familiar with baseball. But back in 1999, when I was in New York, I went to a New York Yankees game. And yeah, I remember some of the names of the players at the time, like Der uh, Derek J uh, Jeter, and yeah, but I was just researching and just trying to find out if Mariano Rivera was playing in that game because I remember the Yankees were playing Detroit and they won very easily. Yeah, but unfortunately, yeah, he wasn't playing that game. He was rested, but it was right at around the peak of his career. And yeah, so let's look at the story of Mariano Rivera. So he was born in Panama City, Panama, which is a country in Central America in 1969. Now, Mariano Rivera, is a Pan-American former professional baseball pitcher and he played 19 seasons in the Major League Baseball for the New York Yankees from 1995 to 2013. And he was nicknamed Mo and Sandman. Now the latter nickname was due to, his, due to the song Enter Sandman by Metallica which was Rivera's entrance song which was played over the loudspeaker during his career. Now, Rivera spent most of his career as a relief pitcher. So what a relief pitcher is, is a pitcher who comes on after the starting pitcher has been removed due to fatigue or 
not being effective or they might be they might have sustained an injury or it might be due to other strategic reasons and he was the Yankees closer as well so closer is a relief pitcher who specializes in getting the final outs in a close game when their team is leading yeah so he did this for 17 seasons now according to Wikipedia Rivera was one of the most dominant closers in baseball history he was a major league baseball all-star 13 times and a five-time World Series champion with the Yankees now Rivera is the MLB's leader in saves 652 saves and games finish 952 which is the last pitcher to pitch for his team in a game and he also won the greatest number of games 952 and had the best ERA now the ERA is the average of earned runs allowed by a pitcher per nine innings pitched which is the traditional length of a game and the lower lower the number the better so his average during his career was around uh, 2.05. Now he was a 13-time All-Star, as I said, five World Series. And he was born in a fishery village in Panama. Now he would play soccer and baseball on the beach when he was a kid and when the tide went out. And he learnt to play baseball as a child using milk cartons for gloves, tree branches for bats and wads of shredded fishing nets taped together to use as balls. Now he came from a poor family and he had an older sister and two younger brothers. Now his father worked as a captain of a fishing boat and Rivera's father bought him his first leather glove when he was 12 years of age. Now Rivera quit school in the ninth grade and started working on a commercial fishing boat where he learnt how to fish. And he worked six days a week and it was really hard work and he was more interested in becoming a mechanic and the money he earned doing fishing he saved in the goal of one day opening an automobile repair shop but when his uncle died tragically in a boat accident and his father's boat sank Rivera focused solely on sports now he he gave up playing soccer when he sustained a series of injuries mainly serious ankle injuries and he decided to focus solely on baseball. What a wise decision this was. Now at 18 years of age, Rivera joined the local amateur baseball team and only really considered baseball at this time as a hobby. Now Chico Heron, who was a scout for the New York Yankees, was invited to the club. And when he saw how well Rivera pitched, he invited him to a Yankees tryout camp in Panama City. Now, the Yankees were extremely impressed by Rivera's athleticism and how smooth and easy it looked when he pitched, especially considering Rivera had never had any training and he was only pitching at around 86 miles per hour. The Yankee scouts believed he had lots of potential and they signed Rivera in 1990 for $2,500. Rivera flew to the United States He'd never been overseas before, never left the country. He did not know a word of English. And he joined the Gulf Coast League for the Yankees. And he performed well in his first season. And in one match, he pitched for seven, seven innings with no hits. He continued to do well on the minor leagues. And after having elbow surgery in 1992, he quickly moved up the ranks. Now, according to Baseball America in 1995, Rivera was the Yankees' ninth best prospect. 
And on May the 23rd that year, he made his debut with the New York Yankees against the California Angels and struggled in his first few games. Now, one stage, the Yankees thought about trading Rivera to the De Detroit Tigers for starting pitcher David Wells. And this would have been a decision they would have <laughs> long regretted because he turned out to be an all-time great. And this story is quite similar to the great Aussie cricketer Shane Warne. And uh, yeah, when he was picked to play for Australia and performed terribly in his first several games. And however, the selectors stuck strong with him. They thought oh, there's something about this guy that's special. And yep, he went on to be an all-time great, one of the greatest cricketers of all time. Yeah, so, however, in one rain-shortened match, Rivera threw a no-hit shutout, pitching balls at speeds of 95 to 96 miles per hour, and the Yankees ended all trade talks. Now, in a game against the Chicago White Sox, Rivera pitched eight innings without giving up any runs and struck out 11 batters. He excelled as a relief pitcher in that first season, and the Yankees decided to keep him for the following season. Now, in 1997, Rivera pitched 26 innings without a run being scored, and 15 of these went by without a single hit. Rivera finished his first regular season with an impressive 2.09 ERA. He set a Yankees single-season record for strikeouts by a reliever, 130 strikeouts. No reliever to this day has been able to beat that record since. Rivera played a key role in the Yankees making it to the 1996 World Series, which they went on to win against the Atlanta Braves. Now, by mid-season of 1997, Rivera had an incredible ERA of 1.96, and he qualified for his first All-Star team. He finished the 1997 season with an ERA of 1.88, 43 saves in 52 chances. Rivera worked well in partnership with fellow teammate and pitcher John Wetterland. Rivera came third in the Major League's Baseball Pitcher Awards, the LCY Young Award. Former player and commentator Tim McCarver said the Yankees revolutionised baseball that year with Rivera. In 1998, the Yankees won 114 games during the regular season which was a team, an American League record. At one stage during the season, Rivera saved seven games and won one while giving up no earned runs in eight matches. He got out 26 out of 30 batters he faced. He struck out eight of them with no walks. So in baseball, remember three pitches is for a strike is when a batter swings at a pitch and misses. When a batter doesn't swing at a pitch ball and it passes through the strike zone. And a ball is when the pitch is outside the strike zone. Four balls and the batsman walks to first base. And 54 matches that season, Rivera left almost 90% of runners he pitched to on base. At the end of that season, he had an ERA of 1.91. Now, Rivera's best and main pitch was the cutter, which he perfected. Now, the cutter is a pitch that deviates towards the pitcher's glove hand when they release the ball. Now to a left-handed batter, the ball will break inside to them and a right-handed batter, it breaks away from them at the very last second. So 
What it is, it's the late break or deviation as it arrives at the home plate that makes it such a difficult pitch to face. And Rivera was the master at it, widely regarded as the best ever exponent of this pitch. And if you go to my Facebook page, you, yeah, you'll see some videos which which uh, describe Rivera's cut cutter pitch in great detail and why it was so much so so difficult for, for batters to face because he would cut the ball at the last second away from the batsman more than any other baseball pitcher. Now, Rivera's cutter pitches would at times break the bats of some of the batters. Now, by the end of the 1998 season, Rivera had an ERA of an extraordinary 0.51 ERA and set a major league record for the lowest postseason career ERA. So that's a record he still holds today. So the postseason is when the when the, uh, the main season for the major league baseball season is finished when they go into the playoffs. Now in 1999, he led the major leagues in saves for the first time with 45 saves out of 49 chances with an ERA of 1.83. He won the American League Roland's Relief Man Award for the best closer in the league. Now, in the World Series against the Atlanta Braves, Rivera was instrumental in their victory with his second save, giving the Yankees their third championships. He won the World Series MVP award, the most voted player. Now, in 2000, he finished the season with 36 saves out of 41 chances with an ERA of 2.85. He saved six games in the postseason and only gave up three earned runs and broke two major league records for most postseason saves. Rivera helped the Yankees win another World Series against cross-city rivals, the New York Mets. It was their third consecutive title. Now, when the Mets' Mike Piazza's fly ball was caught by Yankees' Bernie Williams on the last play of that 2000 World Series, Rivera became the only pitcher to get the last out in three straight World Series. Journalist Jack Curry stated that Rivera was the Yankees' infallible weapon and the main reason for the Yankees' three-peat championships. Now, he went on to break more Yankees' records in 2001 for the most saves. However, lost his first and only playoff game. Now, injuries reduced Rivera's playing time in 2002, and he was placed on the disabled list for the first time in June due to a groin strain. Up until then, he had an impressive 1.47 ERA and still earned an all-star selection. Now, it was a frustrating season for Rivera, who not long after returning to the pitch sustained a shoulder strain and was once again placed on the disabled list. Rivera followed a strength and conditioning program prior to the 2003 season with a reduced throwing workload to reduce the risk of injury. He was back in great form and despite battling groin injury early in the season, finished the regular season with an ERA of 1.66 with 40 saves out of 46 opportunities. Now the best game of his career was in 2003 in the American League Conference Finals against arch rivals the Boston Red Sox in the deciding seventh game. Now after eight innings in one match, the scores were tied at 5-all. Rivera was called in to close. He excelled under the enormous pressure of the situation and pitched three scoreless innings. 
and struck out two of the three batters he faced in the 11th innings. Winning the game in the series for the Yankees and then advanced through to the World Series. Rivera ran to the pitcher's mound, collapsed to the ground and gave thanks to God after teammate Aaron Boone, who is now the current Yankees manager, hit the winning walk-off home run. Rivera won the MVP for the American League Championships that season as well. Now, the Yankees lost the World Series playoffs to the Florida Marlins. However, Rivera performed very well. In March 2004, just before the season commenced, Rivera signed a two-year extension on his contract worth $21 million. So he's come a long way since that $2,500 contract he signed as a, as a scout back in the 90s when he was in Panama. Now that year, he was selected in his sixth All-Star team with a .99 ERA and set an American League record with 32 saves by the mid-season break. He finished the year with a 1.94 ERA and a career-high 53 saves out of 57. He won a third Al Rowland's Relief Man Award and the Yankees went on to defeat the Minnesota Twins in the American League Series. However, Rivera had a family tragedy when he returned home to Panama after two relatives died tragically in his swimming pool. He was in doubt for the the American League Championship Series against the Red Sox. However, returned home in time for Game 1. He recorded a save in Game 1 and Game 2, and the Yankees went out to a 3-0 series lead and were only one win away from going into another World Series. However, the Red Sox had other ideas and staged one of sport's greatest comebacks to win the series, four games to three. In games four and five, Rivera blew saves and the Red Sox won both games in extra innings. It was the first time in Major League Baseball history that a team has come back from being three games to nil down in a seven-game series. Now, Rivera's career continued to thrive. Now, by June 2006, he was fourth on the list of all-time saves and a month later became the fourth pitcher to reach 400 saves. At the end of that season, Rivera finished with an ERA of 1.80, and this was the fourth season in a row with an ERA of under two. He's just like a fine wine, Mariano Rivera, gets better with age. Now in November 2007, Rivera became the highest paid relief pitcher in history when he signed a $45 million deal with the Yankees. He began the 2008 season pitching 15 innings without giving up a run, his most ever, and later made 28 saves in a row. Later that season, he passed Lee Smith for second place for the greatest number of saves in history. Rivera had another great season with 39 out of 40 saves and an ERA with 1.40. The following year in 2009 was brilliant for Rivera. In all, he was brilliant in all 36 games he played. The Yankees went 36 games undefeated during this time. Rivera had an astonishing ERA of 0.50. The Yankees won 103 regular season games and won the American League East title again. Rivera went past 500 saves 
and the Yankees went on to win their 27th World Series title when they beat the Philadelphia Phillies. It was the last time the core four, Rivera, Derek Jeter, pitcher Andrew Petit, and catcher George Posada had their last victory parade down the Canyon of Heroes in Manhattan, which is a section of broad of the famous Broadway where many great celebration parades have been staged. Most notably, the World War II celebration when the Allies claimed victory in World War II. Now, the core four had played together since 1994 and won five World Series together. The Sporting News later named Rivera Pro Athlete for 2009. Now, in 2010, Rivera is now 40 years of age. He had 33 saves and an ERA of 1.80, and he was instrumental in Game 1 of the American League Series when the Yankees came from five runs down away from home against the Texas Rangers to win six runs to five. Rivera signed a two-year contract worth $30 million. In 2011, the great man continued the smash records. He pitched his in his 1,000th game, which was the most for any pitcher with one team. And he's just showed enormous, great team loyalty to the Yankees. Totally devoted to him he was, and he made his 602 career save, breaking the record and becoming number number one pitcher with career saves in history. His achievements were widely celebrated in Panama. At the end of the season, now 41 years of age, Rivera had 44 saves and became the oldest pitcher to get 40 saves in a single season. Now, things didn't go the plan in 2012. During batting practice, he had a bad fall while catching fly balls and tore his anterior cruciate ligament in his knee. And he picked up a serious blood clot in his calf muscle. Now the Yankees and Rivera later came to a one-year deal of $10 million. Rivera announced during spring training in 2013 that it would be his last season. All major league teams paid tribute to Rivera. And Rivera spent many hours with disadvantaged groups such as the disabled, you know, people badly hurt and employees in jobs that were mainly unappreciated. Rivera saved 44 games during his final season with a 2.11 ERA. He finished his career ERA at 2.209. Now Rivera pitched 1,115 times in the major leagues, which is a record for right-handed a right-handed pitcher, and in fourth place overall. Now, in the seven World Series games he played during his career, he saved 11 games and had an ERA of 0.99. So he really thrived under the pressure of the World Series. And he saved 42 games in the playoffs and had an earned run average of 0.70, which are both major league records. Now, Rivera thrived under the pressure, cool as a cucumber. He had a big workload during his 141 innings in the playoff playoffs, the same workload a reliever normally does in two seasons. Now, he only gave up two home runs in the playoffs. Remarkable. Now, Rivera's career ERA, 2.21, is the lowest of any major league baseball pitcher and he was one of the best pitchers in history at keeping batters from getting on base. 
He had an ERA of less than two in 11 seasons. He has the lowest ERA in postseason of 0.70. So he really stepped up in those big crucial matches. The most saves, 42. And the most consecutive scoreless innings pitched, 33 and a third. He saved more than twice as many games in the playoffs than any other pitcher. Now, according to Inazaga in pinstripes.com, there is a saying that, quote, more people have walked on the moon than have scored an earned run against Mariano Rivera in the postseason, end of quote. That is, <laughs> there's been 12 people that have uh, been to the moon, that have walked on the moon, and, but, yeah, major league batters have only been able <laughs> Yeah, to, uh, yeah, incredible record. From, yeah. Now, in a 2009 poll by ESPN.com, Rivera was chosen in the top five players in Major League Baseball history to play in the postseason. Neil Greenberg of the Washington Post stated that Mariano Rivera was, quote, the most clutch player in the history of the Major League baseball playoffs, end of quote. His cut fastball was regarded by many as the best pitch in the game's history. ESPN recently ranked Rivera as the 31st best MLB player of all time. Now his career was, he was, Rivera was, during his career, he was just so composed under this, under stress and had what some said, quote, ice water in his veins, end of quote. When asked about how he had the ability to remain focused in pressure situations, Rivera said, quote, When you start thinking, a lot of things will happen. If you don't control your emotions, your emotions will control your acts, and that's not good. End of quote. Rivera explained the importance of quickly forgetting bad performances and focusing on the next. And teammate Derek Jetta called him the most mentally tough teammate he ever played with. Now, on the field, Rivera had a reserved demeanour, which was often different to many other players at the time who were emotional and would often demonstrate on the field. Rivera was a real team leader within the Yankees organisation, and he would mentor younger pitchers and counsel teammates. He always put the team first, focusing more on team goals and his fellow teammates, and he would often praise his teammates for all of his successes on the field. Rivera was once asked about his job and he simply said, quote, I get the ball, I throw the ball, and then I take a shower, end of quote. Writer Tom Verdacci said that Rivera was the best player in any position in baseball history. Him first, daylight second, he said, and it's up there as the best at his sports position with Michael Jordan in basketball and Wayne Gretzky in ice hockey. Another man is cool as a cucumber under pressure. Rivera is well respected in the baseball community for his great professionalism and the respect he has for the game, for his teammates and the opposition. He was a true role model on and off the field. He was greatly respected by his peers and looked up to. Rivera was the last player to wear number 42 in his uniform when he retired. This is the number that the great Jackie Robinson retired with. Robinson's widow, Rachel, said this about Rivera, that he has, quote, carried himself with dignity and grace, and that made 
carrying the number attribute to Jack. I've always been proud and pleased that Mariano was the one chosen to wear that number because I think he brought something special to it. End of quote. So let's look at what Mariano Rivera is doing today. He's now 53 years of age. He married his wife Clara in November 1991 and the two have the two have known each other since elementary school. Now they have three sons, Mariano III, Jaffet and Jaziel. Now the couple sold a lakefront home in Tampa, Florida in 2019 for $3.2 million. The home they purchased in Rye, New York in 2006 was listed for sale in 2020 for $3.95 million. Now they lost some money on the sale and the home, which is a 13,000 square feet home, was purchased for $5.7 million. And they plan to move into a newly built house in White Plains, New York. Now their son Mariano III pitched for Iona College and was drafted by the Yankees as their 872nd pick in the 2014 Major League Baseball draft. He decided though to focus on his schooling. The following year, Mariano III was selected by the Washington Nationals, being their 134th pick. Now, when Mariano Rivera arrived to play way back around 1991, he decided to learn English, especially as none of his teammates from the Greensboro Hornets, the club he played for at the time, spoke Spanish. Now, Rivera strongly encourages Latino players to learn English and the American press to learn Spanish in order to bridge the cultural gap. Rivera has also encouraged immigrants in the United States to make English their main language. Rivera became a United States citizen in October 2015 and was recognized as an outstanding American by choice. Now what this is, it's an award that is awarded to naturalized United States citizens who have achieved extraordinary things. Now, this is an interesting award and when I had a look on Wikipedia at the list of some other well-known personalities to win the award, it includes names such as Emilio and Gloria Stefan, Andy Garcia, the, the actor, and uh, Alil Wiesel. He's a, he's a famous uh, writer who survived, World War, survived a, con in, uh, a concentration camp in Europe yeah, in World War II. Very inspiring man. Now in 2019, Rivera strongly denied claims by a woman in Panama that he failed to financially support her two children, which she allegedly had with Rivera. Five lawsuits were filed in Panama demanding child support. Now Rivera is a devout Christian. Now he never attended church as a child, however became a born-again Christian when he was 21 years of age and joined the Pentecostal faith. Rivera believes that God has a reason for everything that happens, and he found the Yankees' loss in the deciding Game 7 of the World Series easier to deal with. His friend and teammate Enrique, Enrique Wilson would have stayed in New York for the victory parade after that game. And had, Well, this was if the Yankees had won, and he was scheduled on an American Airlines flight back to Dominica Republic after the parade. Now, the plane Wilson was scheduled to fly on crashed in a New, in a New York neighborhood, killing all 260 people on board. And this was in 2001, not long after the September 11 terrorist attacks. 
Now, because they had lost the match, Wilson had already departed earlier due to the Yankees' loss. Rivera set up the Mariano Rivera Foundation organisation in 1998 to help provide underprivileged children in several countries gain education. Now, he has raised more than half a million dollars annually in the US and Panama and has been responsible for building an elementary school in Panama, providing Christmas gifts to children, developing computer programs and adult mentors to youths. Now, he's also been responsible for helping set up the building of churches in his homeland and also in Mexico, the Dominican Republic and in the US. Now, his foundation was responsible for renovating and opening a church in New Rochelle, a city in New York State. Now, his wife, Clara, is a pastor at the church, and before it was built, the couple would host the church at their own home. Now, he's so well respected, Rivera, that in retirement, many baseball teams have wanted to commemorate the pitcher by making donations to his foundation. Now, since he has retired, Rivera has dedicated himself to philanthropy philanthropy and his churches. He and Clara have created a scholarship in their names which is awarded at the local college of New Rochelle. Recently Rivera organised annual charity golf tournament to help his foundation and a local hospital. Now he holds many events every year in Delaware in America with giveaways of backpacks with school items to children, turkey dinners during holiday time and in 2021, his foundation launched the Mariano Rivera Mentorship Program to help underprivileged children. In 2013, he won the Marvin Miller Man of the Year Award, which is given to the Major League Baseball player, which is an award given to a player for his performance on the field and contributions to the community. So that was a wonderful award for him to achieve in his final, final year playing for the Yankees. Now, over the years, Rivera has invested in some restaurants in New York and also invested in car dealerships. Now, last year, he opened a Honda dealership and he's been a celebrity spokesperson for several companies such as Nike, Skeeter's Footwear, Hartford Financial Services, and he is the main spokesperson for Canali, which is a men's clothing company. He has donated all of his earnings from endorsement deals to his foundation. Now in 2019, Rivera joined in partnership with eBay, which created a collection of Rivera-centric sports memorabilia, which Rivera donated for auction to benefit his foundation. He is also a paid public speaker for the Washington Speakers Bureau. Now Rivera earned approximately 169 $0.6 million during his baseball career. Not bad for a man who came from a very poor background in Panama. Now, Rivera is a strong supporter of Israel as a Jewish state and has earned awards and helped facilitated and participated in trips to Israel. He attended the Christians United for Israel in 2019 and he also served on the Opioid and Drug Abuse Commission which was set up by the US President at the time, Donald Trump, and in 2018 was nominated to co-chair the President's Council on Sports, Fitness and Nutrition. Now, the aim of this was to pro promote programs and initiatives to motivate all ages and all backgrounds. 
and abilities to lead active and healthy lifestyles. Now, this was a position that he undertook till a few months ago. And he's a friend of Donald Trump and has defended the former president and affirmed his support and loyalty. Now, in 2019, Trump, who was a Yankees fan, awarded Rivera with the Presidential Medal of Freedom, which is the highest civilian award given to someone by the U.S. government. And in 2019, Rivera was elected to the National Baseball Hall of Fame. In the first year, he was eligible for the prestigious award. He became the first player in history to be elected on all the 425 ballot papers. Now, 50, around 55,000 people attended the Hall of Fame induction ceremony, including the president, president of Panama and former teammates. Now, following his induction, Rivera was recognised by several institutions, including the New York Racing Association, who hosted him and made him their guest of honour. Now, he even has a gate at John F. Kennedy International Airport in New York, which was named in his honour, and his uniform number was placed on one of their planes. Rivera was given a street parade in New Rochelle, and he was awarded the key to the city. Now, the Yankees paid tribute to Rivera before a game at Yankee Stadium and donated $250,000 to his foundation. Now, Rivera is also the co-president of the new International Baseball League, and his aim is to set up a new professional baseball league serving India and Pakistan, and also the Middle East. And this is a big market of, you know, over a billion people. And you, know, you, you think of the similarities between baseball and cricket, you know, because cricket is a religion in countries like, especially India and Pakistan. And, and Rivera believes it will revolutionise the sport and develop a new generation of players and fans. Now, he is striving to provide young athletes with a path similar to the one he had going from an amateur pitcher in Panama who went on to win multiple World Series with the Yankees and become the Major League Baseball's all-time saves leader and a legend of the sport. Now, when interviewed by the Daily News, Rivera said, quote, Coming up from Panama, not having much, but just having the opportunity to play the, the game that I love is what motivated me to do the same for those in Pakistan, India, the Middle East, who don't have a lot. End of quote. Rivera believes the game has the chance to thrive in countries like India and Pakistan, where cricket is just a religion. He said, quote, it's not the same game, but it's similar. They have to hit the ball, catch the ball, they have to run, and all that stuff. In doing that, already cricket has helped us to continue doing something different. End of quote. And you think of some of the, you know, the former Australian cricket greats like Ian Chappell and Greg Chappell and Alan Border. You know, they came from a baseball background, and yeah, surprisingly, and I, I learned about this some years ago, the great Australian and Parramatta and New South Wales rugby league player Brett Kenny from the 80s you know he 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 um was he played baseball before he you know became a rugby league star so he came from a baseball background as well now the the UIBL was founded by investor Conwell Sra and along with Rivera they are working together to showcase the game in places such as India 
uh, with a population of around 1.3 billion and an average age of people watching cricket being around 34. Now, the average age in America watching baseball is surprisingly 57. And an exhibition game was held in Dubai early this year with the plan to expand to a full season next year, featuring eight teams. So, yeah, that'll be interesting to uh, see how that goes, yeah. So, yeah, that's the story of Mariano Rivera. Yeah, wonderful man, wonderful, uh, you know, baseballer, legend of the sport, and he's doing some wonderful things for society today. So I was thinking in one of our next episodes, you know, we spoke about a great role model today in sports. So yeah, we'll look at uh, some sports people from over the years and today have been great role models in, in sport. You know, during their careers, especially, and, and now in retirement. So that's all for this episode. Thanks for joining us for this episode of The Sports Shack. All references for this episode are on the platform page. So it's a goodbye from Paul, and check out our Facebook posts for my sporting memories. And thanks to Glenn and Gold Studio Productions for producing The Sports Shack and Paul's 50 years of sporting memories. Please check out Gold Studio Productions on Facebook. Bye for now.